Oh my God, you guys. Hi. Hi, welcome to If These Overs Guitar. And I'm Jamie. I'm Robin. And we're your hosts. And you know what? <laughs> we have been, for the last two hours, almost that, three hours. It doesn't even sound like that long when you put it in those terms. Three hours is a very long time for Jamie and I to be working on the book together. <laughs> and the fact that we're both sitting here... <laughs> And no one's dead is amazing. No. I mean, we always are fine. We always get along. What are you talking? I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding. No, but a, we've been working on project. our book. We're, by the way, we're writing a book. We're doing our homework. We've been working on our book all morning. Chapter one, <coughs> nailed. Slaving away at this book for you people. Ben, our, our publisher <laughs> at Lit Riot Press is like this. They did chapter one. Like he's super proud of us <laughs> right now. He doesn't know. No, because we're, we're not communicative <laughs> with poor Ben. We got it, Ben. He we're knows doing we're it. working. We're oh. working. Oh, God. Well, listen, I'm excited for uh, today's episode. Me too. Before we get to our guest, I do have to say, we have, shockingly enough, we have our first Tiffany and Carissa update already. Already. They're on it. That's, That's going to be at the when end of we, the show. When we set this up, I was like, they're never going to update us. I know. I, know. <laughs> I was like, we're launching a segment that's never going to happen. This isn't going to happen, but they're really on it. They're yeah. actually updating us and it's exciting. And we have our first update that's going to happen at the end of the show. Yeah. You guys have to um, at least, you know, like even if you don't want to listen to the whole episode, like fast forward. Are you going to tell me fast forward and say for Tiffany? No. <laughs> Okay, so if you're going to do that, leave it running so we get the streams, and then a half hour later, come back and listen to that section. Oh, that's a fun way to do that it. Way it looks like you listen. Yeah, they're going to love that. Critical. And Just then, listen to the whole right episode. I mean, we're going to stop talking eventually, okay. and we're going to get our guest in. Okay, so today, <laughs> mm. Romain. From the Derek and Romain show. Yeah. Which. Well, yeah. Remember, we were on, we were on, for those of you who don't. Who don't listen to Derek and Romaine show, A, you have to. They're, they're so fantastic. They're so fun. They have like an empire. Yeah, they're a radio show, mm-hmm. you know? And that they turn it into a podcast sometimes, but they they beat us and in, in the podcast awards, and we're bitter about that. I think we'll talk about that in the interview. <laughs> but they're um they're a glad award winning. Did you know this? Yeah. Uh, why do you have to talk about all their awards? Well, I want to explain them. We didn't they're win. a glad award winning gay and lesbian duo. All right. I think the content's gonna get better if we invite Romaine in. Should we do that? <laughs> Let's just get her in here because she's fun. She is. Yeah. Well, hello there. Oh my God. We have Romaine of Derek and Romaine fame. She's famous. <laughs> I'm and, not famous. And they have their own, um, like, basically radio station podcast, their empire. Yes. yes, it's my empire. I'm it's- building an empire. <laughs> I'm inspired by Cookie from that show, Empire. Oh, who is just <laughs> just call me Cookie. I will not stop until I've built an empire. I love this. But we mostly yeah, well, know you, you because it. last year you beat the crap out of us. You beat the pants off us in the People's Choice Podcast. I, mean, I don't award. know if we have to say beat the pants off. I mean, did they, we win, Jamie? We didn't win. You did, did they win? win? We won. But we did post our award speech after we lost. We sure did. We yeah. sure did. <laughs> yeah, I actually think, and this is gonna be this. It's going to sound sad, but I'm pretty certain that our um, award acceptance speech was almost word for word the exact same speech we did the year before, even though we didn't plan it that way. It just came out that way. So I don't know oh, if because you, you have your whole rapport and you, yeah, the way yeah. you talk with each mm-hmm. other. It, Jimmy, did you happen to notice that she not only beat the pants <laughs> off us, but managed to just work in that they won two years in a row? Two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, tell us your elevator pitch about your family. Yeah. Who so are you? Here's how it, here's <laughs> how it started. I met my wife, Iris. She was a listener who hated me, but loved Derek. She thought Shut I was obnoxious. Hilarious. I'm not even joking. Doesn't she, it always start off like she that? Came to an event to meet Derek. She told me I was obnoxious and that she was not didn't wasn't there to meet me. Like literally, these are the words she said to me the first time we met. <laughs> and uh, so then I convinced her that I was amazing because that's <laughs> how'd kind you of, go about that? Yeah, well, I want to know. You know, Wait, I could be do like a listener. I know you haven't segment? seen it yet, but I could be very charming when I want to be. <laughs> it's coming. It's I coming. see it. We so, see. I see it. See, yeah. This is so I love. charmed her because she was hot and. Um, <laughs> She was in the military at the time, so we couldn't. That is was, hot. So we started dating, yeah. and I couldn't use her name on the air because it was still in the days of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Sure. So she became the drill sergeant on the show. We used That's to talk hilarious. about it all the time. I love a character name. So uh, we dated for about a year. Derek always tells me my timeline is way off, but uh, let's say a year <laughs> while she was far away and I was here. And then eventually, I'm like, why don't you move up here? Leave Ooh. the military. Come up here. 
Uh, you can't live with me because I don't want to be like a stereotypical lesbian. <laughs> right. You got to take so, time. Well, you should you have your to, career for me. You, you have to. Yes. 10 years, <laughs> 10 years in the military. I'm like, come on up here. Oh, my God. I'm like, and then I made her get her own apartment. Uh, and <laughs> Wait, is this the part where you're charming her? <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting on that part. So then I spent all my nights at her apartment and never at my own. Of course. And it was really for a year. Like, I'm like, you have to have your own apartment for a year just to make sure that we're, we're in the same city. Yeah. That uh-huh. we still like each other. Right. You a know? smart move. Right. Totally. So we did. And about. Six months in, I said, you know, we should buy a house. <laughs> because we try to live together. Let's you know, just... now I'm like, I've been dating you for, let's say, a year and months. a half. Oh, okay. And uh, you no longer have a career or a home. Yeah. But now's a good time but to now, buy let's buy a property house. together. Let's do that. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, and I think I want to have a baby. And she goes, uh, moving a little fast, are you? And I'm like, well... Yeah, maybe. But this is what I want to do. I had a plan. I had a five-year plan. This was in my five-year plan. You're a planner. I am. I, I have a question or you two. You and Robin have a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Iris get a say in your five-year plan? No. No, mm. it was my plan. I just kind of charmed her into it. Sure. Right. Because this is what I do. Right. What if she had said she wasn't on board? Would you have lost uh, I would have been like, well, I'm going to have a baby with or without you. So We've talked to some people who did that. Yeah. So I mean, I was going to be like, I had made a choice. And when I'm I'm the kind of person when I've made a decision for myself, that's it. That, this is what's going to happen. I admire that because I'm the wishy-washy one. Did and she want her kids? Or she was just sort of like, no, she oh. did not want kids. <laughs> she was like, I don't think I'll be a very good mom. And I'm like, I disagree. But I'm like, no, I think you'll be a great mom. She had a really hard relationship with her own parents. Uh So I think that really had a big impact on her thinking. And I was like, no, no, this is fine. We're good. We've got this. Let's have a baby. (laughs) And so then I started doing all the crazy research because I'm a researcher. And I'm like, all right, I got a plan. This is what we're going to do. Let's do it. And she did not want to carry a baby. No, she didn't. No, she's like, it's going to hurt. She's in the military. I know. (laughs) For someone in the military, my wife is the biggest pussy of them all. I'm not even exaggerating. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'm young ish i can do this so i'm like i got this i'll be the best How? there ever was at it That's and i told said. her i said and if and if we decide to have a next another one you're on you're up you're, you're in on batter's box. box how old were you i was 29 That's when i decided young. baby's gonna happen uh-huh because my parents are very old when they had me mm-hmm. i'm the youngest of eight children oh, they had shit. me in their 40s like mid 40s Oh. So my dad had already died from old age. Yeah. By that point, right. my mom was getting up there and I was like, I don't want to be an old parent. Yeah. 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 Is but Iris, your age as well. She's five years older than me. Okay. So okay. she was so, a few years older. Yeah. So um, I'm like, listen, we got to get moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you always want to have a kid? Yeah. Like, I, have you known you were gay your whole life? I have. And you always wanted, it was never off the table for you. No. And I'll tell you why, because I I came from a very large family Ah. and my family, my siblings, while they are all much older than I am, um, (laughs) we are very, very close. Like we are a tight family. That's nice. Are they all, are you from around here? No, we grew up in Wyoming. That's amazing. I've never met anybody from Wyoming. Most people haven't. I am obsessed with Wyoming right now. It's like in the past six months, I've gotten obsessed with Wyoming. Yeah, I mean, there's some really beautiful parts of Wyoming. Right. Most of it okay. sucks. Right. Okay. But there are a couple of really beautiful <laughs> places. And I will tell you, you've never seen sky. Oh, yeah. Like you this see. This is why in I want to go to Wyoming. So you always wanted to have a baby. <laughs> always wanted to have family. a baby because I had a big family and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have a baby. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to have a family. Yeah. yeah. This is part of my plan. It was just I got always a plan. There. This is it. So you've mm-hmm. researched and you're, and you're like, how are you getting your donor? So we decided uh, we decided that we were going to go with an anonymous donor from a sperm bank. Mm-hmm. We played a lot of uh, scenarios out in our mind. So we originally thought, well, if I'm having a baby, maybe we should ask Iris's brother to be our donor. But then mm. I was like, mm, that's just weird. Right. So we're not doing that. So then we looked at, you know, donor situations. Because I didn't want to use any of my friends. I like us. my friends, but I don't want any of them involved in raising my child. Right. Like, it's muddy. It's weird and it's awkward. And I'm, you know what? Raising a kid is hard enough with two people right. who may or may not agree on everything when it comes to child rearing. I do not need to add a third person. Right. Yeah. So, and then we thought about, well, okay, do we want to have a donor? We're going to go the sperm bank route. Do we want to have a donor that eventually our child could meet or not meet? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, no. And I did it for pure 
purely selfish reasons. Again, I just didn't want to complicate my life. Right. I love that you're acknowledging right. like, that. You want to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. You I want your that. family to yeah. just be you yeah. and your wife yeah. and yes. your kid. Yeah, mm -hmm. period. That's it. I don't need down the road if she wants to go and meet a sibling, she can do the sibling registry thing, blah, right. blah, blah, whatever. If she wants to, because I have a daughter. But it really, like, I don't need any of that crap. I just right. don't. I don't need I don't need that extra stress of like, oh, one day is she going to grow up and think we weren't sufficient and then she's going to want to meet her biological donor, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I'm like, no, I don't right. need that shit. Mm. I just wow. don't. Mm -hmm. And my wife agreed. One of the things we agreed on. And we're like, yeah, we don't need to go. We do not need to overcomplicate an already complicated situation. Right. I don't think I've ever heard it explained like that. I mean, I well, think that's fascinating. You know what? When my wife Ann and I were talking about this, we actually chose an anonymous donor the first time. But it's and a lot of our conversation was we don't want to complicate this. We don't want this to be right. We want it to be just us. We want to be the parents. Yeah. Right. And yeah, there is that in this. Like, no, this is us and it's selfish. But also and true. When I think about the types of people who are making these donations. Mm, right. Right. So a lot of these guys are like college kids. They are all They're getting their money to go party. Like, th let's be honest about why these guys are doing this. Yeah. They're not. I mean, By the way, that's best case scenario. Yeah. Because you could have some like creepy dudes who just want to like sure. really procreate their seed and all that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of well, course. those are the Facebook dudes. And the thing is, is like, here's the reality. I'm thankful that they exist. I'm thankful that they made the donations or I wouldn't have the family that I do. But. I don't know that I don't know this person. I don't right. know anything about this person. If my child someday wants to meet this person, I don't want them to be disappointed by whoever the hell they're right. going to meet. Yep. I get that. I get so that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to I'm just not going to not going to make this complicated. Yeah. You know, and we think we all chose like such a thoughtful, wonderful oh person, God, so you know, but who the <laughs> fuck knows? Like, because they're yeah. saying whatever they want on these recordings. Well, and it's also, so like, that's the other thing, too, is like you comb through like their background and you're like, OK, they don't have alcoholism. But it's like <laughs> I, I had we were going to switch like I was. Mary was going to carry my egg. And because of some like FDA change, right. I had to do all that like psychological paperwork and I had to fill all this stuff out. And some of it I was like, I don't remember or know if my aunt was drunk or not drunk or like, I don't, I don't know. And right. I thought I, no one's checking my work. Right. And that was the first time it occurred to me that the donor that we had picked, I don't know if they're honest or not. And you'll hear right. the people at the banks will say, well, we've been doing this a long time and, and we think we're a pretty good judge of character. It's like, <laughs> Are you? Come though? on. Like some of these like, kids are actors. You think like, the donor's calling mom to say, hey, mom, how did grandma die? Because no, I'm donating not, no. my sperm right now yeah, and they want to know. But they're also, by the way, some of these guys are 23 yes. years old. So maybe their dads are like 48. Their history hasn't happened yet. Right. I care about what happens to their dad in 15 more years. Right. right. If he dies at 58 right. at a heart attack. But by the way, if there's anybody out there who knows anybody who ever worked at a sperm bank and would like to Dish some details. Especially an anonymous donor. Oh my God, that'd Come be awesome. at us. We want your story. Come at us. I think it doesn't matter whether you're going through a sperm bank or if you're a straight girl having sex with some guy. A lot of people take leaps. Yes. And you know what? That's just procreation. Exactly. Exactly. And the <laughs> difference is when you decided to procreate, there was thought put into mm -hmm. it. Right? So there's already a difference already in the way you made advantage. your family. Exactly. I, got to, I got to pick and choose some things. Right, right. So are you talking about like the donor and all that stuff with your daughter? How old is she? She's 11. Mm -hmm. It's funny. We are a very open communication family. Uh, by we, I mean I am. My <laughs> wife, she's Hispanic, so it's a little bit harder for her just based on the way she was raised. But I have always been like, whatever you want to know, you come to me, you ask me anything and I will tell you. I will give you an honest answer no matter what it is. So from a very early age, we talked to Romy about what a donor was. Cause you know, I didn't want her to get to a point where she was asking me, you know, why don't I have a dad or anything? Mm -hmm. So we always just kind of explained it was like baking a cake. Yep. <laughs> I had an egg. We needed some batter. We mixed it all up in my uterus and that made a baby. <laughs> and that's how she came about. Like I, cause I was like, how do you explain right, what the right. hell a donor is? I mean, over the years we've brought her home books and things like yeah. that, that have mm -hmm. also helped kind of explain some of that. And, uh, you know, she, 
I have to give Romy credit. She could care the fuck less. Yeah. Mm. All these years I spent worried about it. She doesn't care. Yeah. When people ask her, why don't you have a dad? She goes, because I have two moms. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they're like, well, you had to have a dad. And she's like, no, I had a donor. And she just. There was a cake involved and some batter. <laughs> she just, yeah, she's Eggs. like, come on. It's not, you know, this is how it was done. It's not a big deal. Like, it's so funny to hear how she handles it. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. And when she was in preschool, she was the only kid with two moms. And she loved oh. it. She thought she was so really? special. And then another little boy came in that had two moms. And she was livid. Oh, like, how she was funny. so mad. She's like, I cannot believe there's another boy <laughs> that has two moms. It's not fair. <laughs> she was mad. Wow. Yeah, I, I love that. She's like, you're stealing my thunder. Pretty much. Yeah, I she was a different pissed. one. So she never yeah. asked you about a dad, like nope. dad. She never called like, people dad. Nope. I'm like, do you want to see a picture of your donor? Because you, I have like a whole binder for the yeah, day. She asked. You made a binder. Okay, of course, of course I'm you like, did. I'm ready. I, I haven't done that. She, she, she doesn't <laughs> care. She's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, wow. Okay. Because I, my daughter's five and she's at the age where she's, she calls everybody dad. She called her uncle this weekend dad no. over and over just to see what he would, re- how he would react. I wonder if she's doing it for that reason. You know what I mean? Is she trying to get, get a rise out of she's, people? She's confused about dad she, and she wants a dad. She says she says she wants a dad. Yeah. So like there's yeah, a Romy whole never thing. Wanted a dad. She, that's amazing. But I think part of it too is I've always had really good male figures in Romy's life right. and we never ever call, we never let anyone call the donor anything other than the donor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so... Because, like, my mom was like, well, what about her father? I'm like, mom, Mm-mm, not no. her father. Oh, it was a donor. And we've, I mean, honestly, Romy, she loves having two moms. She thinks it's the greatest thing that ever it happened. It is. I mean, she's not wrong. So I, I want to know. I'm take it back. You decided you wanted to carry. Yeah. So I'm like, listen, sperm's expensive. Yeah. And I'm not wasting sperm trying this crap at home. I don't need romance. Yes. No turkey. Uh, no turkey. Like, I don't care. I, we're going to go straight to a reproductive endocrinologist. Yeah. We're going to do this wham, bam. I want to get this done quick and easy. So I knew the women in my family were very fertile. So I'm like, <laughs> this shouldn't take long. I went to a reproductive endocrinologist and he actually is like, well, actually this is going to be harder than you think Uh-oh. and i was like why and he goes well you i so i have pcos which is polycystic oh. ovary syndrome and so i don't always get regular cycles and he's like yeah this actually could be very hard for you and i was like great <laughs> Wait a minute this is awesome seven I don't, siblings i'm like i don't like you well he was wrong because we went in we did iui and uh we were pregnant within one cycle Amazing. wow yeah so clearly i was fertile. fertile i think it was just meant to be and yeah yep. yeah well it sounds like because she doesn't even care about the dad so. she cares she cares so little now i got a question for you guys Ooh. do you guys have straight friends now that you never had before because i do oh because of parenting because of parenting Stacey parent Stacey friends Chin talked about that yes she's talked about that in our live show and I am just now, because my daughter's five, so she's in kindergarten. So this is all new. Can I give you the best advice? Yes. Get to know the other parents. And I'm going to tell you why, because they're going to become your lifeline in life. I just used a lifeline yesterday because the baby was sick and I couldn't pick her up. Yeah. And her friend's parents picked her up and took her to their house. So what we did, actually, I can't even take credit. (laughs) So what we did is we were talking to another parent when Romy was still in like preschoolish. And we said, you know, we should get to know all the other parents because all of our kids hang out. They all love each other. You know, they want to have play dates, blah, blah, blah. So we did a girls night out with just the moms. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, the group of moms that we first met, even though our kids now go to separate elementary schools yeah. and then You're they came back together besties. at middle school, we get together all the time. Our kids have maintained relationships for years. Yep. They are my tribe. And when it comes to parenting stuff, they're the ones I go to. I'm like, oh my God, is your kid doing this? And you get all the gossip about all the school problems because you get different kid perspectives. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are crazy. I mean, why I do we do this? I don't yeah, that's the know. I now that I've done it, I'm like, what was I thinking? Oh <laughs> God! It's like so unfair. Like we want them to. I at least I want my kids to be like wildly opinionated. I want them to stand <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, right. For but then I stifle I it like hell strong. when we're at home. Yeah, but don't but you do that to me. Up. You can do that out there in the world, but when I say yeah. no, no. Like, it's yeah. just like, what, how fair is that? Well, and then they'll throw it in your face. Yeah. Like, Romy, I will be like, listen, you have to stand up for yourself. Don't let anyone push you around. <laughs> yeah. You make your opinions clear. You don't back down. Yeah. And then I'm arguing with her and she's like, mom, this is my opinion and I'm not backing down. I'm like, oh, mm. this is not the moment where I want yeah. that to happen. Yeah. I'm like, but wait, I'm the boss here. No, it's, it, it's bad. 
Ah, yeah. So you're about to head into that time. Oh yeah, that, no, like middle like, school. Oh, it's hell. Well, it's, this is what every parent says. Yeah. You think it's hard now? No, middle wait school, till they're teenagers. Middle school is hard. I can already tell you. The biggest surprise of middle school has come in the form of the social pressures to switch from being a little kid to a right. big kid. It was almost instantaneous and really unexpected, and it came in strange forms. So, for instance, it started early on with I want to wear makeup. Oh. And I was like, I'm like, what's that? I don't <laughs> like, even know I what makeup so. is. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Does your wife wear makeup? No, neither of us do. We're so butch. And yeah. this, our daughter is so, she's actually a good mix of butch and femme. Mm-hmm. She's, she's unique. We got her like a little like, you know, neutral tones. Yes. Barely yeah. can see it makeup. Yeah. yeah. Then it was, mom, I can't wear any of this clothes from Justice anymore because oh, it's yeah. little kid clothes. <laughs> yeah. I need to shop at Hollister now. Oh. I'm oh. like, oh, and th- and now it's like, mom, I have three Hollister shirts. I need more because she's like, I can't wear the same three shirts every, every day. My kids are in uniforms and I love oh, the crap God, out I'm of so it. I'm so jealous. Love, like they can kind of do, they can bedazzle the bottom. Like it's like mostly just like a polo shirt. Right. They're supposed to wear like gray, black or denim pants, but they seem to like my daughter's wearing a lot of leopard print and it seems to be fine. Like no one sends her home, but. I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. Because there's no, I don't want to get into justice and all that. Because let me tell you, it's a nightmare. Oh. But it's going to come in the form for you. It's going to come in the form of makeup. I'm telling you right now. Uh, oh, yeah. No, she's already. She's oh, like, Maxine is going to be all loss. up in the makeup. Oh, no. I have to show you. I was showing she's Jamie so my, girly. my phone. She takes Her my daughter phone is and crazy does these girly. filters. Oh, and she's yeah. already doing these pouty duck lip oh, things. Oh, God, like, yes. With like French berets and just like. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, well, how, I'm like, how and then she... she'll do like the TikTok. And she's started hashtagging the photos. Oh, like, no. NYC kid and yeah. like city living. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you? What? Yeah, that's how it rolls. But where is that even like? I'm like, where are you getting? Does she even have from? a cell phone yet? Because that's the other big thing. Well, like, sort of, but not oh, really. Like, yeah, she has cell one phones are the devil. I mean, they're good, but they're bad. Yeah. Like, Romy has very strict screen time set. Yeah. Like, it goes off at a certain time. She's not allowed to use it past it. Thank God for screen time. Thank yep. you. Yep. Uh, thank you, Apple. Those, yeah. Thank you for those. Uh, like yeah. Also, those. I don't know anything about Oh, my God. Those. I use those you in my time, house, you too. Time. Yeah. You get, you're going to want all of that stuff. Well, but, we just told my daughter that YouTube went out of business. So, that yeah. YouTube has been out of our <laughs> house since New Year's Day. Really? Because I love YouTube. And the reason I love it is because I can actually watch well, my TV because my kid has watch, no interest in our TV. We yeah. watch YouTube. <laughs> well, we, well, they but were watching. We deleted My kids YouTube. were starting to get like a little aggro mm-hmm. because of the YouTube. Like yes. he was just watching Minecraft videos and they were all, and he started talking to me like, um, whatever bra. And I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. I Rose was like, too. Yeah, my was daughter, like, same thing. And was like, yeah, talk, like you can't have it. She, um, my daughter put her hand up and turned her face away. <gasps> like put your, like talking to talk to the hand. Mom. No. She's five. I said, where the, where did you learn that? Mm-hmm. No. Uh-uh. YouTube is gone. gone. But kids don't watch TV anymore. They no, watch things online. Like this is how kids. We took I'll tell away, you. And I thought it was going to be this big disruption nope. in the house. They don't care. They care less. They didn't notice. Take the internet away and the whole world would end. Well, it's so my daughter is only five and I've noticed a huge difference in her since we got rid of YouTube. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. There was now a big she's coming home change. and she's like, Layla says she still has YouTube at her house. I don't know well, how. Must be old episode. Yeah, you're in trouble because that is a lie that you cannot I know. Sustain. You're not supposed to lie to them either. So we're fucked. Oh, well, come on. Come on. I, don't know about, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> So it's all going to come out and, but by then hopefully she'll be broken from YouTube and we can like start fresh with like, I don't know, screen time. Like you guys talk about. <laughs> all right. I have more questions for you guys. What will you do if your kid comes out as gay? Yeah. Gay um, or bi or trans. I will be totally supportive and um, happy. <laughs> okay. I would. I I would obviously be very supportive because, you know, I'm their parent. I love them. But I would not be thrilled. And we've talked about this. I feel w- relieved hearing another parent yeah. say that. Oh, I know. But it's, no, because, but it's because of, like, I would be afraid everyone would think that that my example caused this. I get that. Now, here's, get that. here's why I ask. Because my daughter at 11 has come out as bi. Oh, okay. What? So yeah, now, yeah, yeah. So, so you're somebody who has kind of <laughs> much more to say about this than we do. Well, it because I was, I never wanted a gay kid. I, I could have told you that all from the very beginning. Like, I hope my kid is not gay, and not because I don't would not because I think there's anything wrong with being gay. Because I think being not. gay is great. Yeah, we're Obviously. super gay in this room. But, but okay, wait. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you, when you were having a baby, were you worried that because of your gay genetics, you were going to create a gay child? No, I mean, yes, no, and I have I a lot of gay in my who, genetics because like I'm 
the youngest of eight children. Four of us are gay. I, I wanted to ask you that. Wow. Yeah. Half so, of yeah. That's a pretty good ratio. I mean, their chances of her being gay were probably pretty high. Just I mean, based I don't on even genetics. know. If it's I don't know if it's a genetic thing, but people, oh, a totally lot of people it think it's a genetic thing. I think without question, it's a genetic thing. I think so. Yeah. But I did not want a gay kid for a few reasons. <laughs> One, I came out in high school in Wyoming, mm-hmm. and um, that was hard. I can imagine. Yeah. And uh, in college, one of my best friends was killed for being gay. <gasps> oh so that God. was, you know this story, uh, Matthew oh. Shepard from Wyoming. Oh, my God. He was a good friend of mine. Oh, my so, God. you know, there's that. And, and that then, was not just like killed, but a horrific. A horrific. Oh, my crime. God. And then the other reason I didn't want my kid to be gay, and this... Again, I'm a very selfish person. You're going to notice from this interview, but <laughs> I did not want my child to get away with what I did because my parents, even Sleep though they had, oh mean? God, yes, my parents, yeah, oh my, uh, my parents, while they had many gay children, they liked to live in a land of denial uh-huh. and I fucked my way through high school. Oh no. Like, I mean, I had a great girlfriend at the time, so it was really only one person, but we fucked all the time. That's really? amazing. Oh. They were like, oh, I'm that jealous. I would, say she, I would say she slept over at my house for at least two or three nights a week. Wow. Yeah. Starting at what age? Junior in high school. I had a girl. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, and my daughter is me. She's a mini me. She's so I'm mini. like, I don't well, want her to be gay because she's going to she's gonna be ornery. Yeah, but you're going to be school. open with her and. I, I mean, you're a junior in high school and have a, a, that kind of a relationship. You're having sex. It's just you were able to do it in a safe way because you could just have sleepovers versus in the sure. back of a car. It's yeah. happening. I mean, listen, age. I was having sex in cars too, but yeah. Who wasn't? I'm just kidding. I, I mean, wasn't. I don't know. But I, I mean, really I think if you're, if you're a teenager and you want to no. have sex, you got to get no, real creative. It can't just yeah. be that easy. Like it was too easy. Oh. It was. But, but more power to you for I knowing know. yeah. and knowing who you are attracted to and like going for it because- I didn't yeah. know at that age. I was like doing all kinds of different. I mean, my mother listens to this, so I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> she was raving, mom. <laughs> um, all right, wait. So listen, I'm back to your 11 year old. So she's a girlfriend, or what? Is she just like so, recognized she has crushes? No. So she had a boyfriend for the longest time. It was like a cute little like friend boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then uh, she broke up with him to become a single Pringle. As she put it, she said that. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then a week later, she was taking bacon because she had herself a girlfriend. Now here and, and when all this is happening on my radio show, Derek and Romaine, I'm talking about how I'm losing my shit over my the fact that my kid's gay. And all of our gay listeners are like, you're the worst. Like, how can right. you be like, you're a yeah. hypocrite. I'm yeah. like, no, no. I'm terrified because I know what comes next. Right. Yeah. Like she's going to have a sleepover. Some experimentation. With girlfriend. Shit's going to go down. And my wife is like, Romaine, you're being dramatic. This is never going to happen. Fast forward <gasps> to two weeks ago. What? Two oh. weeks ago, my daughter and her friends hatched a plan to have a sleepover at one of their friends' house. Now, do you know who the girlfriend is? Yes. Okay. And her name is Emily. So they hatch this plan to have this sleepover, and then they're going to convince one of the parents to host it. Like they had hatched the whole plan mm-hmm. themselves in middle school, and then they're like, "Okay, now we're going to find an unsuspecting parent. We're going to they're going to make <laughs> them host this sleepover." So they did. They got one of the like single dads. So all these girls are planning to go to their house, and I, you know, and I should have known better because <laughs> I wasn't thinking. But I was like, I didn't think to ask. All the names of the girls who were going. I knew it was a group of her friends from school, but I didn't think about it. So then on the way there, I'm like, hey, who else is going to be at this thing? And she starts listing off all these names. And then Emily's name is just kind of slyly slid in. And I was like, as in your girlfriend? And she's like, yeah, but it's no big deal, mom. I'm like, okay. And I shoot this look over at my wife. I'm like, told you so. I knew this was going to happen. I knew, I knew, I knew. And so my wife is like, Romaine, they're too young. Stop being dramatic. I'm like, who the hell knows? 11. Oh, things can happen at 11. So then the next morning I pick her up and I'm like, so where did everyone sleep last night? She's like, oh, well, two people slept on the bed. Two people slept on this bed and then two people slept on the floor. And I'm like, and where did your girlfriend sleep? Oh, she slept in the bed with me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, that's it. No more sleepovers. I'm done. Oh. Done. Because this is my worst nightmare coming to life. I'm like, Iris. Hello? Because she's you. Because she's me. And I'm sure nothing happened because they're 11. But I'm not. I'm like, no. I mean, this is not going to That's. But here's the thing. This like it sets a precedent. And the thing is, is you wouldn't let them nope. sleep over if it was a boy and a nope. girl. And they were like, you just wouldn't. Nope. So it's like, I do think you have to kind of be like, 
The yep, deer in a relationship that means you're not. It. Yeah. But isn't it great that your daughter. Where are you going with this? No. Isn't it great that your daughter is emulating you and your wife's relationship in some way? Like, doesn't that feel good that she's like fluid and like it is what it is and no, I like a girl? It's, an, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your issue only that it's like you know what she's going to do? It's because yes. she's a mini you. Yes. I mean, granted, I'm relieved that she's not going to get knocked up in high school like right? all my sisters did. Well, you but. never well, know. She bi. might go back to boys. Oh, God. She didn't say she was gay. Not. She said she was bi. She I might know, be but very I think it's fluid. A stepping Stone. I do. I think she's doing the by stepping stone because, right. like, well, but that's awesome. awesome. You'll just watch. You'll just watch uh, and see. It makes support. you so nervous. It's safer. Uh, well, I don't yeah, know. It does feel safer in a lot of ways. I mean, listen, there are some real bonuses to her being lesbian versus. Oh being God, straight. teen pregnancy is like one of my biggest oh, God. fears. Are you oh, kidding? One of my it's biggest scary. fears. I, I come like from fertile people. Yeah, and yeah. your life oh. is ruined. Like right. everything yeah. changes. Yeah. Right. My cousin's parents did a lot of drugs in the 60s and 70s, right? And they were always open with her about drug use and like, okay, if you're going to do it, let us know, blah, blah, blah. And they kept the conversation going. And yes, she did it. I was going to say, how'd that shake out? And she called them whenever she was in trouble and it worked out really well for her. So like, you know, you're open like that. And she feels confident enough to be like, actually, I'm with a girl now, you know, and that's yeah. big. Well, we, we I've had some fun parenting adventures with Romy. Uh, the first really crazy one was when her and her boyfriend, when they were like six or seven, um, <laughs> essentially they were playing doctor, but they did. They created video of it. Wow. Oh, yeah. They videotaped themselves playing doctor. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, dear God. And I found it. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. On your phone, probably? Uh, he was on an iPad. I was like, holy shit. Oh. Our kids have created porn. Uh, like, oh. Not like just porn, kitty, but child porn. Kitty porn. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I called my friend. I'm like, um, you're going to have to have a talk with your son. But like, we did you have any guilt over that? Because this is where my shit would come in, where I'd be like, oh my God, because we're two moms, they're going to think that we have a perverted daughter. And And this is where getting to know this is where getting to know the other parents is awesome. Because I'm like, uh, our kids at one of our parties were upstairs playing doctor and they made a video. And she's like, oh my God, thank God it was you. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God it was you. Because I knew them well enough to know that they would not lose their shit. Because if they were like friends that would, I would not told them. <laughs> I've been like, not, I'm gonna punish my own kid, but I'm not telling you, Jack. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, they oh created God. a video, and I actually took it as an opportunity to sit Romy down and have a long conversation about yep. the video and what, you know, what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then I said, What questions do you have mm-hmm. about this experience? And I said, Do you have any questions about your friend? And she goes, Yeah. Where does the pee come out of? And I'm like, Great question. Let me answer that. <laughs> and so, you know, like we've always like these yeah. are just the conversations. That's we a have. good one. I like that one. And when it comes to like sex and our bodies, like we've always been like, I believe that a young woman should have a lot of confidence in her body and feel yeah. good mm-hmm. about her body. Mm-hmm. And so I have always really talked very openly and honestly about body stuff and right. sex stuff. Like Romy knows more about sex <laughs> than probably any 11 year old should. Yeah. But she knows like we watched a we watched a movie the other day together um eighth grade which was awesome by the way i hear it's really good it really does really demonstrate what it's like to raise a kid in eighth grade and Mm. kind of some of the social pressures they're under but one of the scenes in the the movie is this girl is asked if she gives blowjobs by this kid she has a crush on and she said yes because she didn't know what it was and then she went home and researched it and was grossed out and so then i said to romy i'm like got any questions and she's like yeah what's a blowjob and i'm Uh. like well here it is and i just spelled out she's like that's disgusting. And yeah. I said, yes. And when you have oral sex as a woman with another, like someone goes down on you, then they're doing this. And she's like, oh my God, you and mom do that? Oh, I'm like, oh I didn't expect that response. Oh, but yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So like we just talk about this. Stuff. And like, oh. Listen, I always but thought. You have to. No, no, you have to. You do. I always you do. thought I would be like Earth Mother, talk about all this stuff. You know, I'm San Francisco, California girl. And I just had to explain to Rose that babies come out of vaginas. And I was so uncomfortable for this whole conversation. I don't know why this is so hard. All this stuff about vaginas and penises Mm. with your children. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't be at all. But I was uncomfortable. Like, why am I uncomfortable talking to my daughter about a vagina and a baby coming out of it? I have to say, like, I thought it was going to be really uncomfortable. And I'm actually handling it pretty well. Like, we and we had the book and we read the whole book together. And I had both kids. And and it was like, it was started off with parts. And like, the whole time, like, like, 
I kept reading it. Maxine just kept going, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. <laughs> and then Henry kept like stopping me and raising his hand. He'd be like, mom, mom. And I was like, yes, uh-huh. Henry. And he was like, he was like, so the eruption, the eruption, I said, erection. He goes, yeah, I get those. No. I get them. Sometimes I get them in the bathtub. Oh, Sometimes nice. I get them. Oh, that's and a great, and then he goes, it's awesome. It's awesome. You've seen them. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to keep going now. See, that's uncomfortable. Don't tell me you weren't a little bit uncomfortable. I, no, I was laughing and I wish I was recording it. <laughs> and he, and then there was another thing he said too, or something about, he was like, he goes, mom, mom. And I was like, yes, Henry. Cause he just like kept interrupting. He was like the part where you put the penis in the vagina. He goes, if it's okay, I don't actually want to do that. Oh. And I was like, I said, that's okay. That's you fine. don't have to do it. And he goes, okay, good. And then Maxine goes, I'm going to adopt because I'm freaking out. <laughs> just, the whole thing oh was like God. hilarious. I love it. Uh, yeah. I no, my five-year-old was just like, so it's like a poop. It's like a poop. Like, they yes, just poop them. Okay, we'll sure. go with that. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Poop from your vagina. I always say to my friends, straight or gay doesn't matter when they talk when they're talking about sex with their kids. I'm like, would you let your kid drive your car without teaching them how to drive? Right. Yeah. And totally. they're all like, no, of course not. I'm like, so why would you let your kid go into their Come sexual experience with without ever teaching them about their bodies or about sex? Like you 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 can't expect these kids to just know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to do stuff that they shouldn't or right. don't want to do. Or they're going right. to learn from their friends who are misguided. Who don't know shit. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're Romy and then she knows a lot. <laughs> I, I've been like worried lately and with something weird starting to talk about. I feel like, again, I, I've been referring a lot to Stacey and Shin, but she, I've been watching her feed and she keeps like her daughter keeps talking about it's my body. And I think that's because of Stacey and Shin's what happened to her. You know, she had been sexually assaulted. And so she's like teaching her. And I thought, God, like my daughter's just this loving, open person. And we're not really talking about that like we read some books oh, about do. like right. we, we did some like you know you have to watch for people whatever but I'm like how so we've been trying to start that conversation of it's your body and you don't have to do things you don't want to do and and it's but it's really difficult because she's such a she's a very trusting and just delightful little soul who's like why would someone want to do something like that and we, she was going to a sleepover and we didn't know the parents mm. and we were like okay so we had to be like you never go into a room without with a, a parent alone. And she was just like, well, why would that happen? And we were like, because sometimes some people are, and you don't know. Right. And it's like, but it's, it's, I find those conversations much harder than the conversations it about sex hard. because it's like, it's all hard. I, I don't want to, I don't want to scare them. Mm-hmm. Right. But I want to inform them so they, that I, I don't, I don't want a girl who, or a boy who's doing something they don't want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and I don't quite know. What, I mean, we always know. just we always just teach Romy that her body is her own. She has to respect her body and that she ultimately is in control of her body mm-hmm. and that she holds all the power because That's it's a hers. Good way to put it. It's like, you know, you can give it away. And, you know, you could give your body to somebody else, but, you know, you have to be sure that's what you want to do. You know, it's your power to give or to, to take away. Mm-hmm. Like and, no one you can know, make you. Yeah. No one. And, and if they do, then, you know, then they have crossed the line and, you know, there are things you can do about that. But, you know, we just we really try to empower her and like. She, you know, she definitely, now that she knows she has the power, she's not afraid to use it. Like if you go and mess up her hair, she's like, don't touch my body. It's like, okay, well, all right. I guess I can't touch your body because you don't want your hair messed. Yeah. Well, that happened with my five-year-old too, because we were on this, he, we had books and we were doing this whole my body thing and then the whole hair thing. And she's five. We have to do her fucking hair. Yeah. So then, then it's like, yeah, she's got a lot of hair and it gets to be a big fat mess. So let her cut it all off. Like my daughter. Well, did. that's what the I say. Then we're going to happen. We're going to cut it off. And then a tantrum ensues. So, you know, like, so we had to like scale it back a little bit because she's using it against us. It's my body. It's my body. I do what I want. You well, know? We, what we do with Romy is every summer we let her have, she chooses her haircut. She could do whatever she wants. If she's had a good school year, she could do whatever she wants. So this year she cut it all off, like, wow. like short, buzzed on the side, like, it's like, and you're oh, like, all right, then. And I'm like, all right, this is what you want. It's your hair. You, yeah. This is your haircut. You do. And when she wants to grow it out, we let her grow it out. Yeah. Like she's allowed, we give her a lot of control yeah. over things mm-hmm. that are related to her body because, you know, she's got to learn. It's mine. Yeah. All right. I have more questions for you guys. Can okay. I, we have time. Can I we keep asking you guys? Can let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Then. Here's my next question. How much did you hate being pregnant? Hated, hated it. it. Oh my God. You <laughs> are my people. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. 
I yes. used to refer to my baby as a parasite yeah. because it sucked all of the good things out of me uh. and my wife would get so mad at me. Right. And how mad did the rest of the world get at you? Because you're supposed to be acting like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, no, this. I was miserable. I hated every aspect yeah. of being pregnant. Well, I didn't love it. And Here's I did not thing. love my baby when she first came out. I'm going to be the oh. first to admit it. I, not many no, people will. No, I, was like, I had a hard time with my, my wife had our daughter. And that was a relationship that grew for me. So I, I, I feel That's you there. Nice yeah. I get it. it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't even like her. I was so angry with her I was for afraid making me of feel her. so horrible. I was just like, I don't like you. It took That's me like a solid. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't take long. But it took me like a solid four days to like like her as a yeah. person. I'm like, okay, I'm done being mad at you, but right. you really fucking made my life suck <laughs> for nine months. <laughs> Pregnancy was hard. I hate pregnancy. It. I was really hard. thought I was but gonna be like rubbing my belly. No, me and too. Off into space Once again, Earth Mama. I yeah. thought I was gonna be all kinds of pregnant love, and I hated, hated it. I hated it. It, it was all very. And my hard. wife was the worst. Like she would drink beer in front of me when all I wanted was a fucking beer, <laughs> and she wouldn't even let me have a sip. And I'm like, I hate. She you didn't so let you have a sip. Oh, no, the worst. And I was an unbearable <laughs> pregnant person. Because I couldn't be unbearable at work because I always have to get along with my co-host because we host a show together. So I always had to be nice to him. We don't always so get I would, along. I would save all my anger and rage <laughs> for home. And during like the last three weeks of my pregnancy, my mom showed up and both my wife and this guy who was living with us at the time were so relieved to see my mom because they're like, you're the only one that can make her less crazy. Can it you, was true because I was I was so mean. I was like, I hate everyone and everything. I was... I was an angry Because you were uncomfortable. Lady. I hated it. And I was huge. My baby came out at almost 11 pounds. Oh, my God. She was a Shit. giant. My daughter was 8, 11. I didn't give birth to her. I, that, oh, I did not have that. My kids were like 6 pounds. 11 pounds. Yeah, she was. She had, your baby was double mine. She had to be born via C-section because mine she was too. so gigantic. Oh she could God. never really fall into position. Yeah. Because they tried. Oh, Lord. Lord knows they tried. <laughs> but it was not happening. No. And then they took her out. And as soon as they got me open, they're like, oh, I see what the problem is. She's a giant. <laughs> she weighed more than a set of twins combined that right. were born on the same day. Oh, my God. And wow. I'm, she was a like, I never had like that cute, like sweet little baby. Right, experience. Right, right, like right. I, I gave birth to a toddler. Listen, our daughter was big, too. Not as big as that. But I agree with you with that. We didn't get that sweet little newborn. Yeah, there was no newborn. And I'm a small person to you start are. with. Yeah. So this baby was toddler size. From I could never even wear the Bjorn with her because she was already yeah. too big. Oh, yeah. I was I huge. Have I had the regular size little My son is and- normal baby size, yeah. especially for me and my body. So it's like fitting. But yeah. my daughter was way too big for me. I didn't know what to do. Mm, I loved tough. it though because she slept through the night almost from the get go. Oh, so don't talk to me. Yeah, that don't part was nice. Me. I will say I hated it at first, but then it real grew on me real fast. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this isn't so bad. The first night we brought her home, she screamed the entire night. Oh, the entire that was a rude you awakening. Must have been like I'm taking this baby back. We called the hospital <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night when we were all in the bathroom with the hair dryer and the faucet going, and our dog was howling because she didn't know what the oh fuck God, was going on. Our daughter was screaming so I didn't know a baby could scream as loud as she was. And she did it literally the entire nobody slept the first night we brought her. We called the hospital. Something's wrong with her. And they were like, she's just a baby. Yeah, that's not good. That sucks. Mm. That sounds awful. So don't talk to me about your child sleeping through the night. The only thing I hated about Romy when she was a baby is she had the most shrill, high pitched cry. Mm. God, doesn't that like, doesn't that like just. To this day, when I hear baby cry, it's like sends shivers oh, yeah. down. I hate it. I'm like, uh, it's, it's like it's hard. PTSD. It's so yeah. hard. Uh, oh, I'm so happy I to be. I, I, I like liked having a baby, but I'm super happy to be not in that stage anymore. I have a baby. Like I like so having a little I would like another you. baby, but then I think about it and I'm like, would I really? Yeah, so They're you never so you didn't sweet. want to have another one. You just want we to have did. We did. We did want to oh, have another so one. We didn't we, talk about that. We actually uh started the process of having another oh. one. Oh. And um, it turned out that I was going to end up caring again, even though I was not happy about it. Because my wife is a pussy. It's like, it's going to hurt. And you made pregnancy look so horrible. I don't want to have any part of it. I'm like, (laughs) whatever. Fuck you. So we did start to uh, go through the process of having another one. And then uh, we were two cycles in and my mom died. And my mom had been a huge part of our life up Mm. until that point, especially with Romy. Because like Romy was like two and a half, three. Mm. And I just, I lost all... I just, I was like, I can't, I can't do this right now. Yeah. And so I just stopped cold turkey. I was like, nope, now the timing's not right. It's not going to happen. 
And then oh. you were just like, this is fine. And then we just never got, we never got back on the, on the horse. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, it's once, it's it like, takes it takes lot. so much to like prep for it and everything. And I was like, I just, I don't and have And then once you get to a certain point, you're going back. Yeah. Like our kids are mm-hmm. two years apart and like Jamie's going back to certain things. And I'm always like, God, how do you go back? Like, yeah, our, go yeah. Back my kids are four years apart. How do yeah. you go back? Yeah. That was my wife's always her thing. She's like, I don't want to carry around diaper bags anymore. Like we don't actually, we don't carry a diaper bag. We don't pack a diaper bag. Many times I show up places and say, Ooh, shit, I don't have a diaper. Do you yeah. guys have a diaper? <laughs> We don't have children. No, I don't. I don't have. We are really dropping the ball with this whole having a baby thing. We don't have a diaper bag. We pack. I pack things in my purse as I leave the house. So whatever I remember. You must have a giant purse. (laughs) No. And I don't even have. Look, I don't even have a purse. I don't carry a purse. So I remember. You don't have a baby with you. Well, actually, it's usually a backpack. (laughs) This is like a second child thing, though, right? Yeah. You just stop carrying. Yeah. The first one, you get all the pictures taken and do all that stuff. Right. And then the second one, you're like. Yeah. I think that's an age thing because ours were close. So it was like you were still in diapers. You were still, you were still having it. Yeah, you right. still had all that. And I hadn't been out of a diaper no. bag so long. It wasn't that, you but, know. And also, but, Anne is like anti-diaper bag. She hates them all. I don't so love a diaper None bag. of them ever worked for they us. Really don't mm. work right. For him, we asked for like this backpack diaper bag so it could be less like right. ugly and weird. Mm. But even that didn't work for Anne and me, I will say. So yeah. we just don't use a bag. We just pack what we need as we go. Sometimes we remember a toy for him. Sometimes we don't. I feel like the second (laughs) one for me is like a lot more about like, I have the expectations of him that are the same as his sister. And that's like not, Oh yeah, no, you can't do that. And it's like, and also like just kind of like rules get lax. You're just like, it's fine. I know we, I know we were able to stop that until she was five, but for you, it's like, it's, it's your all right now. It's like, you know, you got a sense of it. Don't, you know, like, Oh, my mom says yeah. this. My mom says, you guys were crazy about her touching your radiator. You guys were like crazy, diligent about keeping her away from the radiator, which I never understood. And your son is all over that damn radiator. Yeah, and I was like, like really? Now. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, it's fine. Uh, he goes and touches. I go, hot. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then you're like he probably won't do that again. <laughs> no, he goes, ah, hi. <laughs> I told you, you know. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, no, it all is. All right. So here are the things that are going to happen. Okay. One, we're going to be at your house for a party. Yeah. yeah. Two, I think we're going to need to go to the Derek and Romaine cruise. I think we're going to need to do yeah, that. Uh, we're going to do I'm that. I'm telling you 100% certainty. You need to do it. Yeah. And folks, the Derek and Romaine show is their show. And so you need to go to their website. Yes. Yep. Derekandromaine.com. Like, yeah. Derek and Romaine. And you need to like get, you know, go to their cruise and yeah. like subscribe. to. Also, the, we haven't mentioned, show. well, we've mentioned Derek a lot. And yeah. I, I I already felt bad that he wasn't invited to this, but mm. he's not a gay mom. So he's like. not. Or a gay dad. Not that either. So tell him if he wants to come on our podcast, he has to have a kid well, thank but you for okay coming. yeah this of course like i'm happy to be here thanks yes. for inviting this me this has oh been God. good this is but we could talk for hours because yeah. this is what you do and this, this is, is kind of what we do so yeah. this is a problem it's kind yeah. of what we do and also game on we're gonna win <laughs> nah, <Yeah>. nah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Ooh, she's something else she's a powerhouse she is she's fun i mean Listen, Derek and Romaine, put us back in your we show. We need to come back. I know, we Derek, had we had something here. I we had like something. some kind of a rapport. Romaine, bring us back. Do you think it's one-sided, like that we just, are, we, we love them and they're like, we beat you? Yeah. Probably. Well, hmm. Okay. Anyway. Listen, we're anyway. at this point in our lives. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get happy again. Let's, let's, speaking of happy, Tiffany and Carissa. Tiff and Carissa. Is it time to play your little jingle? The little jingo. Jingo. Jingo jango. Little jingo had my baby. <laughs> <laughs> With the piano stylings of Seiko Akita underneath me, I have to say again. Hit it. Tiff and Carissa are having a baby. So after looking through a lot of possibilities in a couple of cryobanks. In particular, Carissa looking at a bunch of possibilities pouring over bunch of cryobanks bios and etc we found one and there are a lot of reasons big and small that we went with this particular donor um we ended up going with someone who is mixed race is mixed race yeah after our list ended up including white donors, black donors, Latinx donors, 
and we realized black and Latinx donors combos thereof. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, Sorry. and we realized yes, quite partial by the time <laughs> by the time that we found person. him. <laughs> By the time we found this particular donor, <laughs> we realized that we weren't, that wasn't a huge reason. Yeah, we as ended to why up, we picked him. We en- it ended up not, like, w- the donor that we did pick, we ended up picking them based up on their, like, value system, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Yeah. Um, the things that they wrote, this person wrote about as, like, not only what they did for a living, but also, um, some of their values, I think for me personally, what really stuck out was their values around um, work and life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they very intentionally were like working a position and had a career in something that was very much a passion. But I think the other thing I just appreciated, which is something we both really appreciated, mm-hmm. was what the this person said about, hey, if you want to reach out to me... Uh, when, when you get older, like he specifically was speaking to he addressed it donor to donor conceived children. kids, yeah, mm-hmm. from his samples, like literally said, "Hey, if you want to reach out, be it because you're curious or for a bevy of other reasons, he listed, but he specifically spoke to because you're curious about your ancestry, mm-hmm. which is something that uh, I think both Chris and I." Uh, do a lot of work yeah. around just kind of taking a look at what happened to the people and with the people who made the people who made us you know yeah. <laughs> that's important and ancestry is something that it plays a big role in our lives in ways that sometimes we don't even think about and so it's nice to know that somebody is being intentional in that way. Yeah. Because ancestry is, is, is it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And I am sure that we'll raise our kids in with, that same yeah, it'll mean a lot mm-hmm. to them too, I'm Absolutely. sure. So, um, this will help because yeah. this person's uh, feelings on that are evident and line up with yeah. ours. Yeah, for sure. And using that information to inform your life and to figure stuff out. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I did not see that coming. No. No, especially because we talked so much about, about ethnicity and mm-hmm. how they were going to land. Mm-hmm. And, it, but it makes sense. Yeah. It's fascinating that they ended up just choosing based on the person. Like that seemed, it, it really falls in line with the interview mm-hmm. with them. It's, and once again, it's the search for Superman and yeah. then... <laughs> What really matters about and, and all of this? If you haven't listened to the Tiffany and Carissa, it's episode episode two of the season. Go back and listen because yeah. they're going to be with us all season. Mm-hmm. Their journey That's until they so have a baby, exci- we're going to be hounding them for clips. I know, and then maybe and maybe we just keep going. Yeah, it'll be, like, be like like we're it'll be like if these now. ovaries could talk reality show. Oh, guys. <laughs> well, listen. Before we leave you, we do want to um, talk about a podcast that we just found that mm-hmm. we're really loving. It's called. called- Strong feelings. We have strong feelings, Jamie, don't we? We have really strong feelings. About everything. And everybody knows. Well, this is two best friends and business partners, Sarah and Cattell. And they got this like weekly show where they're talking about feminism. Feminism and, and um, bullshit in the workplace. All kinds of bullshit. All kinds of stuff. So, you know, check it out. And their tag their tagline is because life's too short to bottle things up. That's so, a good tagline. Well, I think that's kind of us too. We yeah. don't bottle. I mean, why bottle it up? Very samesies. Let's, let's listen to the uh, same, a, same. a trailer from their podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you have strong feelings? I sure do. My name is Sarah Wachter-Vetcher, and I'm here with my best friend, Catella Du. Hey, y'all. We're the hosts of Strong Feelings, a podcast about work, feminism, and friendship. Every week, we talk about the stuff that really matters, like unfucking your work life or taking better care of your brain and body than just swigging wine and smearing on another face mask. Wait, I can still do that sometimes, though, right? Totally, but you have to invite me. Okay, deal. We will also be talking about all the ways we're confronting our own bullshit, like how we're unlearning body shame or breaking out of the comfort of white feminism. And you'll hear intimate conversations with authors, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. We'll ask them why they do what they do and what happens when it gets hard. So check out Strong Feelings, your weekly dose of fun feminist real talk with the best friends you didn't know you were missing. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or check us out at strongfeelings.co because life's too short to bottle things up. (laughs) 
great. Well, you're going to want to check that out. Strong feelings, guys. I have them. So you, so do you. <laughs> now you just need to listen to them. <laughs> All right. Listen, if you want to follow us on the social media, how do they do that, Jamie? Well, Robin, they should uh, hit us up on the Twitter uh, at Ovaries Talk. Sure. Facebook, if these ovaries could talk. Sure. Instagram, ovaries underscore talk. Mm-hmm. And you can always just hit us up at our email, ovariestalk at gmail.com. And while you're doing it, send us an email to to ask questions about if you noticed I zoned out while Jamie was giving that information. <laughs> you can't zone out because I might screw it up. I just wandered off. I hope you did it right. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Don't forget to rate and review us, folks. We love that. A positive one. So- <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Ovaries. Oh. Mm. What? Is ovaries could talk, they would say. Eggs, ovaries, out.